0: I'm Joe Catalano with an A.M. Quincy News update for Monday, December 11th. This morning's wind and rain is causing several issues around Quincy. Police say there are reports of some street flooding due to clogged storm drains. Wires are down in several areas, although there are no power outages reported right now. A portion of Quincy Avenue right near Circuit Road and Charlesmont Avenue was blocked by a downed tree. And some wires were down on Darrow Street on Howe's Neck. No injuries have been reported. Quincy DPW crews are responding as reports come in. The MBTA says this morning's ferry service is canceled with the high wind gusts in the forecast. Wind gusts between 40 and 50 miles per hour are expected in coastal communities in the greater Boston area. The T says inbound and outbound trips on the Boston Hingham Ferry line are expected to resume at 11 o'clock this morning. Trips on the Boston Charlestown Ferry, meantime, are expected to resume at noon and trips on the Boston Logan Hall Hingham Ferry will resume at 2 o'clock this afternoon. The T says all other modes of service are expected to operate as scheduled, MBTA riders are encouraged to sign up for and check T alerts for the latest service information. The shelter services at the State Transportation Building in Boston closed on Friday, after families in need of emergency shelter have been put up in the office building's conference rooms since November the 20th, more than a week after Governor Healy's administration began placing shelter seeking families on a wait list in November. Officials announced they would use part of the Department of Transportation and MBTA headquarters to temporarily house eligible families for whom no space was available. The building at 10 Park Plaza in downtown Boston was only used as a temporary overnight facility, according to retired Lieutenant General Scott Rice, the administration's emergency assistance director. The emergency assistance director also says the state is opening a new assessment site for incoming shelter seekers in Revere and is looking to open a new safety net site soon. The state's also utilizing the existing site at Eastern Nazarene College in Quincy to accommodate up to 57 families. That shelter will not be limited to overnight stays, according to the Executive Office of Housing and Livable Communities. Using the Quincy College as temporary shelter for migrant families has caused some tensions in Quincy, ENC was contracted with the state to host the program for one year, and as of September, 350 families had passed through ENC from July 31st, mostly staying between five and seven days. Shots were fired outside a hotel on Wood Road in Braintree, Early Saturday morning, Braintree Deputy Police Chief Mike Want says the department got a 911 call reporting gunshots outside the Sonesta Simply Suites Hotel shortly before 1 a.m. Officers found ballistic evidence in the parking lot, but they did not find any shooting victims or see any damage to the vehicles near the hotel. The once says the K-9 officer searched the nearby Herb Chambers Ford dealership at the intersection of Wood Road and Granite Street. One person was detained at the dealership and taken to the Braintree Police Station for questioning and later released. He said Braintree Police are working to identify two vehicles that were possibly involved in the incident and had left the area before officers arrived. Five newly installed wind turbines off Massachusetts are expected to start providing power to tens of thousands of homes and businesses in the coming weeks. Avangrid, the sustainable energy company behind Vineyard Wind One, the first large scale offshore wind project in the United States, has successfully installed the first five GE turbines in the water off Nantucket. Once energized, in the coming weeks, the turbines will deliver about 65 megawatts of clean energy, enough to power 30,000 homes and businesses in Massachusetts. The power from the first five turbines will interconnect to the New England grid in Barnstable, transmitted by underground cables that connect to a substation further inland on the Cape. When fully operational, sixty two wind turbines will be able to generate eight hundred six megawatts of clean electricity to power four hundred thousand homes and businesses in the Bay State. Joe Curtitone, the president of the Northeast Clean Energy Council, calls the progress incredibly exciting. Each turbine reaches eight hundred thirty seven feet in the air at the tip of its blade, nearly as tall as the Eiffel Tower. First of the 62 turbines was assembled in October. DraftKings, the popular Massachusetts-based sports betting company, is facing a class-action lawsuit over a signing bonus that was offered to new customers, which the lawsuit says had some misleading terms. The $1,000 bonus at the heart of the lawsuit filed in Middlesex-Superior court Friday by the Public Health Advocacy Institute at Northeastern University, had fine print that revealed it would only be paid out if customers made an initial deposit of $5,000 and gambled 25000 within 90 days on bets with odds of 300 or longer. In a letter to the Institute, DraftKings said their promotion contained clear terms and that advertising about the promotion didn't claim all users would receive $1,000, and that the customers being represented in the lawsuit did in fact receive the bonus rewards they were entitled to. Massachusetts Attorney General has filed a lawsuit accusing a white nationalist group of civil rights violations, saying... It repeatedly subjected LGBTQ events and facilities sheltering migrant families to intimidation and harassment. The complaint filed against NSC-131 and two of its leaders, Christopher Hood of Newburyport and Liam McNeil of Waltham, accuses the group of engaging in violent, threatening, and intimidating conduct that violated state civil rights laws and unlawfully interfered with public safety. According to the complaint, the group repeatedly targeted drag story hours around the state between July 2022 and January 2023, attempting to shut down the events and attacking members of the public. The group also targeted migrant shelters from October of 2022 and October of 2023, according to the lawsuit. The Anti-Defamation League describes NSC-131 as a New England-based neo-Nazi group founded in 2019 that espouses racism, anti-Semitism, and intolerance and whose membership is a collection of neo-Nazis and racist skinheads, many of whom have previous membership in other white supremacist groups. Earlier this year, a New Hampshire judge dismissed trespassing complaints against the group. Prosecutors there said the group displayed keeping New England white banners from an overpass without a permit in July. In March of 2022, about a dozen masked members of the group attended South Boston St. Patrick's Day Parade as spectators held up a banner that said, Keep Boston Irish, the parade's organizers, And Mayor Michelle Wu denounced the group's appearance. Members of the group also showed up at the Migrant Family Welcome Center at Eastern Nazarene College in July, but were quickly dispersed by police. Check of business news this morning. Stocks are higher. The Dow is up 130 points. The Nasdaq rose 63, the S&P adding 18. Asian shares mostly gained after Wall Street reached a 20-month high ahead of a week that includes essential U.S. inflation data and the Fed Reserve's final rate decision of the year. In currencies, the dollar and the euro rose. Oil is at $71 a barrel. National Weather Service forecast. For today, morning wind and showers. Maybe some afternoon sun, high 48. Clearing tonight, low 45. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. High 45, Wednesday partly sunny, high 42, and Thursday partly sunny, high 35. The boater waves about two feet. The uh, gale warning remains in effect with a west wind gusting to 30 knots. I tied 939 this morning. Sunrise 702 sets 411. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Monday, December 11th.